0: Hello all, good to see you. My name is anne Our website is cwowi.eu and it stands for Church Without Walls International. Go to our website, even if you, if Engli, uh, English is not your, uh, your, your mother language. We have a lot of uh, wonderful articles and teachings translated in many different languages. So please go there, cwowi.eu. Today I want to talk to you about... Uh, looking at life from heaven's perspective, and I called it, it's just a bump on the road. So I have to tell a little bit of the background why I came to that sentence, it's just a a bump on the road. You have to know we have many wonderful friends, but one of those wonderful friends, Christians, and they know the Lord, they served the Lord for many years. Uh, He was the, the man, he was diagnosed with a serious condition, And he had to go through uh, chemo and many difficult stuff. So that made him nauseous and tired and weak. And he loved to teach and to preach, but he didn't have the energy and uh, the stamina to do that anymore. And he was wondering if he would ever be able to do that again. And it was already for for months. And the hospital, the doctors didn't know how long it would last. There was no ending. And actually, they said there's never been a real. Uh, well, we can treat you, but there's never been a real. Uh, uh, we, we we do not know of anyone who ever uh, was healed of that condition. So it was very hard uh, to him. Many times we went up there, we prayed together. And I remember one of those times when we were praying together and seeking the Lord and praying for, for his, his uh, health condition. And then the Lord just interrupted my thoughts when and he said, it's just a bump on the road, like that. It's just a bump on the road. So, of course, I shared it with him and with them, and we kind of laughed a little bit. It's just a bump on the road. Well, it's a big bump, right? It's not just a bump. But when you think about it, You know, in the Netherlands we have many bumps on the roads, because of course it slows down the traffic. But when you approach especially a large bump, you kind of slow down and sometimes even to a a stop, almost to a stop and then you get over the bump, and slowly you start to speed up again, back to normal. So that also gave hope, like, okay, this is a bump, you have to slow down, you can't do anything more, you have to cross over past that bump, but then slowly you will get up, uh, you will speed up a little bit, and you will get back to normal, to what you did before. So it gave hope. So I was thinking about, okay, how the Lord looks at situations and things we go through from another perspective. And we have to look at life and the difficult thing we go through... Uh, through heaven's perspective, through his eyes, and that helps us to deal with it. Because oftentimes we are so consumed with what we go through, what we experience, what we feel, how our emotions are. And especially nowadays, emotions and are a big thing, and a lot of people, and in a lot of Christians too. And of course, emotions are okay. The Lord gave us emotions, but they are part of our soul and our soul should be submitted to our spirit our spirit should be the dominant one to tell us what to think what to think to tell us what to feel and so on so i was thinking let's look at paul because he had to do to deal with a lot of, uh, of pressure and difficult circumstances in his life how did he deal with it did he consider them just to be bumps on the road or whatever so if you have your bible with you i would like you to go to second corinthians Chapter 4, and then we read on from verse 8, he says, We are hard-pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair, and persecuted, not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed, and always carrying about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus. that the life of Jesus also be manifest in our body. Wow, that is a big thing. The Amplified Bible, Bible says we are pressed in every way, hatched in, not crushed or unsure of finding a way out, and not driven to despair. We are hunted down and persecuted, but not deserted. We are not alone. We are struck down, but never destroyed. And the Phillips translation says, we may be knocked down, but we are never knocked out. So maybe in your life you feel like you are knocked, out, knocked down, that you have to go through so many things, and it feels like it's overwhelming. How do you deal with that? How can you consider that just to be just a bump on the road, like the perspective of the Lord? How did he handle it? How was Paul able to overcome? Well, when you go to, um, to verse 16, he says, therefore, same chapter, second Corinthians four, he says, therefore, we do not lose heart, even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. There is a lot in it, in it. and please go there and, and meditate upon those things if you go through a hard time. He says, we do not lose heart. So I want you to say, do not lose heart, even when things are hard and you don't know if you will ever be able to go through it. Because when you go back to uh, to chapter uh, the first chapter, verse 8, Paul says even... We do not want you to be ignorant of our trouble, which came to us that we were burdened beyond measure, above strength, so that we despaired even life. So it means he had no, almost no hope that he would survive it. Are you in a situation that you, you lost hope? You find it difficult to survive. You think I'm not going to make it. It's just too hard. That bump is not a bump. That is a big mountain. And I'm too tired. I can't do it anymore. What did Paul say? He says, We do not lose heart. And I want to say to you, do not lose heart. It looks like your outward man, your body is perishing. But your inward man, the spirit is being renewed day by day. And then, here you see his perspective, what he had to think of. He said, The poor, it's our light affliction. It's a light affliction. How could he say it's just a light affliction? Well, have you come through a lot of the things that Paul went through? Did you ever despair your life? Were you beaten when you're uh, on the boat and you're almost uh, drunk? Uh, drunk? What is it? No, not drunk. You almost <laughs> lost your life. It says it's a life affliction and it's but, but for a moment. The amplified Bible says it for our momentary light distress. It's this passing trouble, so you have to look at it. What I'm going through, it's a momentary thing. It is passing, and he says we do not look at things which are seen, but the things you are seeing, the things you go through, the hard things. Maybe the people that are persecuting you. Maybe it's difficult at your work, and you feel hard, and you feel like how can I ever survive it? He says, okay, if you can see it, he says, it's just temporary. It's just temporary. It will pass. But we look at the things that are eternal. So do not look at doesn't mean that you have to ignore it. But it means that you do not keep looking at it or gazing at it. So, you, of course, you recognize it and you know it's there. You do not ignore it. But you do not keep looking at it. It's not the focus it should not be the focus of your whole life. And look at those temporal things in the light of the eternal. And the eternal things are the eternal glory. We will be with the Lord forever. There is, is ble- blessedness, splendor, whatever. Paul says in Romans 8 verse 18, for I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be, to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us or, mm. or to us. So, the sufferings of this present world, you can't compare it. There's so much glory and so much goodness and grace that the Lord will show you. Focus on that. You can't see them, but those unseen things are eternal. When you look at the life of Moses, when you, for instance, when you have your Bible with me, go to Hebrews 11. <clears throat> Verse 25, it says, or 24, it says, Moses, he became of age, he refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He choose rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin. So he choose to suffer afflictions with the people of God. That was his choice, rather than the passing pleasures of sin. He knew, of course, though sin can be pleasure. It was nice for him to be there and uh, be raised as an Egyptian prince and so on. But he knew it's just passing, just for a moment. So he chose to uh, suffer affliction. How did he do that? It says in verse 26, esteeming the reproach of Christ's greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, and he looked to the reward. And he looked to, uh, that word means that he looked away from all else and he looked intently of one object. So he turned his eyes away from those uh, temporary pleasures of sin, of those passing pleasures of sin, and he looked to the eternal. A reward to what God had in store for him for eternity. So that's what you have to do. Look away from the trouble that you are in, from the hard things that you are suffering, from the bump that seems to be a mountain and the emotions that go with it. And I know it's there and I understand it's hard, but think of it. It's just passing. It that too will pass. It's just a bump on the, on the road. So you have to choose to not keep looking at it. But keep looking at the things that are ahead of you, those things that are eternal. It's a choice you have to make. When you look at the life of Jesus, while you are already in Hebrews, go to chapter 12, verse 2. It says that Jesus, for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, despising the shame, sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. So he endured the cross. And the when you look up that word, it says here, it portrays a person who is under some time of incredibly heavy load, but he refuses to stray from his position because he is committed to his task. And for Jesus, the cross was something he despised. He never liked it. No, please, Lord, uh, please, Father, if it can pass, if you do not want me to do it, if, if I do not have to go through it, please. It was something he despised, but he knew he had to go through it. To save us. And he did that for the joy that was set before him. Amazing. So even our Lord could do that. And Ephesians 2 7 says that he, in the ages to come, he will show us the immeasurable riches of his grace. That is something that you can look forward to. There are so many riches of his grace he will show us. That was something that the Lord was looking for, forward. That's why he could endure the cross. That's why you can endure the difficult things and consider them just as bump on the road. And you think, yeah, but I'm not the Lord. I understand the Lord could do that, but I am not Jesus, right? No, I understand what you're saying, but you have Christ in you, not just Jesus, but Christ. And all the power of God and the Holy Spirit inside of you. So together with him, you can do it. You can choose to not focus on those temporal things, but focus on those eternal things. So what are the things you're going through today? Look at them as just as bumps on the road. And think about it, this too will pass. Okay, I have to slow down, it's hard. But I'm looking, I'm gazing and I'm choosing to fix my eyes on the eternal things. I hope that helps you. If you have questions, you can always email me. Go to CWOWI.eu. See you next time. Bye-bye.